Hey, this is Kevin from Kevin's Barbecue Joints, and welcome to episode 299 of the Kevin's Barbecue Joints podcast. And I'm really excited to bring you this interview with Matt Pittman from Meat Church Barbecue. I've talked to Matt twice before, two other interviews, and this third interview, it's been about two years, I wanted to do a catch-up because there's a lot going on in his life. But then I realized that it would be fun to ask the Meat Church congregation, which has over 100,000 members, if they had any questions specifically for Matt. And the response was amazing, and I was going to ask maybe four or five of these, but I ended up asking every single question that you guys asked. So within this interview, there are all the questions that the Meat Church congregation asked, as well as briefly how he got to where he is today, because a lot of people might not know his background. We start off, um, he the night before, he was at a NASCAR event with his son, and we talk about that a little bit, which is really cool, and you can check that out on his social media. And then we jump into a little bit about social media and comments and different things, and then we get into the interview itself. But I think you're really going to love it. There were a lot of great questions because a lot of people were interested in the future of Meat Church and about a bunch of new products. And he talks all about the different new products and potential new products. And then a lot of people want to know about his hair. So he gives a secret for his hair routine. We talk about classes. A lot of people were interested in classes. And then we talk a lot about his partnerships. We talk about Mill Scale and the backyard pit that he has. And that he he has a relationship with Traeger and he does a lot of videos with Traeger and he talks a lot about Traeger and does Traeger events, but he also cooks on a lot of different types of pets and he talks about all the different pits that he cooks on. And he talks about, a lot about his philosophy and why he's doing this and what he hopes to give the barbecue community. It's it's really wonderful. I, I think you guys will glean so much from this and learn a lot about him and learn about the company and learn about his store in Waxahachie. And if there's any additional questions, put them in the comments below and I could do a part two because I know that he would love to do that as well. So I'm going to have a companion blog with links to the Facebook group, to the Meat Church social media, which is almost over 500,000 followers, to the Meat Church Texas Barbecue Supply Instagram, which has about 147, 148,000 followers to his hardcore barbecue series on YouTube and his YouTube page, which is blowing up and it's really getting intense and he's doing really high quality videos. There's a lot to unpack and I could <laughs> make this intro 20 minutes long, but I can't thank Matt enough for taking the time. He's a very busy guy. I know you guys are going to enjoy this. And quickly, the Kevin's Barbecue Joints podcast and YouTube show is brought to you by Centex Smokers out of Luling, Texas. Check them out at Centex underscore Smokers on Instagram. Give them a follow. Give them a DM if you're curious. His pits are just beautiful. Gorgeous pits. His lead time is about 12 to 14 months right now. Again, that's Centex Smokers. Also, wonderfully, I have Flores Tortillas on board at florestortillas.com. They are tortillas made with smoked beef tallow. They are insane. I've shipped them to so many people. I love them so much. And now he's a sponsor of the show. Every Monday at 10 a.m., he puts them up for sale in batches of a dozen, and they sell out really quickly. So follow him on social media. That way you can find out if the drop's happening at 10 a.m. It's also available at a bunch of different barbecue joints. I have a separate blog piece that shows all the different places nationwide that you can pick them up. And I have a website at kevinsbbqjoints.com. Links to all the podcast, YouTube stuff, ongoing lists that Matt talks about. And I also forgot to tease that at the end of this video, he explains how the name came out. And it involves one of my favorite people and one of my favorite restaurants in Dallas. So I think you're going to like that. So thanks so much. Have a great week. We were at NASCAR and I didn't get home until two in the morning. And oh, man. Thank you so I looked at, oh, it's, well, my, my eight-year-old was having a blast out there and he didn't want to leave. So those anyway, photos um, were rad. That was such a cool was, experience for him. Oh my gosh. Oh my God, they like totally hooked him up. Like he was literally on the wall of a pit stop and you're not allowed to do that under <laughs> 18. And they were just, you know, NASCAR official moved us 
and then they grab him and they'd like put him in front of the toolbox to hide him from the NASCAR official. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> that is so funny. And they, they, let, they let him play with a tool? Like with the, um, yeah, they the, like gave him the gun. gun and, yeah. Um, I mean, he wore a helmet. Austin Dillon gave him his gloves from the race and signed no. them. And this kid oh. is like, he has no idea what he, I mean. Yeah, that, I don't think he has any, yeah. He'll look back no, 20 years from now and go, what was that? And now, you know, my big thing, I say, I don't cook for content. Like I cook because that's my passion, but obviously in 2021 content's a byproduct so i have to deal with this and while i try not to take it personal i read some of the stuff and i'm like are you an idiot like well because also so i always decide am i responding person. or not responding yeah you're a person I'm, I'm a and human. a dad and a husband and with a family and a friend yeah. And, a, and, a, and a yeah and so yeah it's it definitely and you take it personally because you work hard at what you're doing too like you really yeah, want I'm, you want to provide good content you want to provide help and you want to provide good products yeah. it's 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 really I'll, I'll keep chunks of this in like i'll edit the some of the stuff but i think that it would be interesting for people to hear maybe what i don't know i don't know how <laughs> yeah I'll, it's up to you yeah 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 but anybody it's interesting it, we spend a lot of time on it like we you know we we care about it so i'll share it with my wife i'll you know my two right-hand people at the company are my son and my daughter-in-law and we all talk about it and you know, I want to be responsible. Like I'll respond to people um, and even try to be lighthearted. But the thing is, it it never goes well. If you decide, okay, I'm finally going to engage, but I'm going to be professional. Man, I still think nine times out of 10, it goes sideways. And I agree. It, it, no. And you, and you regret doing it. You're like, okay, well, never mind. <laughs> no, I mean, I when the one person it. says like, oh, I see your point of view, you know, I'm sorry. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, there's a normal yeah. human life. <laughs> Because that's the way it should be. And, and I, I like when people from different backgrounds talk about things because that's what this country is all about. And that's what I right. think the discourse. Get the yeah, like, yeah that, because that's it's important to because and I like to watch all the different news. I like to watch everything because I want to see what everyone's talking about, because if you like if you watch this is what obviously the three major ones, they all have their angle like that's and then because they have them, they have a market they are marketing towards certain people and their product. Yeah. Like it's. Yeah, it's just so weird. It's we're living in a really, really interesting time. You know the thing. I'll tell you one more thing, and then I'll I'll let you do it. Yeah, you know, well, you're so good at is <laughs> um, people. People say don't read the comments, and even I even have a, a food stylist friend who gave me a keychain, like an old school motel keychain that says never read the comments. Which oh, that's you funny. know, and and a lot of my like Malcolm Reed and I are really good friends, and I talk with him and Rochelle about this, and like we just don't read them anymore. But the thing is, like, I think one of the huge differentiators in me and everybody else, the social, it's me and people know it's me. It's not a team of kids. You know, you're hearing from the expert. It's it's the authenticity and the trust that we've gained with these people. So I want to engage. Mm -hmm. So, you you know, I don't respond to every comment or anything like that. I mean, honestly, the probably the number one negative comment is about the beer that I choose to drink. And I'm like, how bad is your life that you give a crap what beer people drink? And I want to be like, hey, dude, when you get a paying beer contract, when you grow up, holler at me. <laughs> yeah, well, and also, too, you have to read the comments because what if the comments are going south and they take a life of their own? That's you right. want to jump in and be able to. And you're like, oh, man, I need to I, yeah. I need to do something. Yeah. yeah, which normally we don't get to that point. But, yeah, I want to know what's going on. That's that's exactly. I don't but like we've seen things like, like with oh, like pit builders like things like little wars and things that you're like wow like somebody's really drunk one night just going off and then the next morning it's just like on fire and you're like wait a well like our our um our private face well, not private our facebook group 
Meat Church congregation hit a hundred thousand overnight. Yeah, I saw that. Congratulations. Thank you. It's it's nuts. But those groups, as you know, on Facebook, that's where they can get really nuts. Mm. And we our moderators have to watch it constantly. But we I have to jump in there. I'll do I'm actually gonna do it today since we just hit that milestone. But I record a video frequently saying, Welcome, here's who I am, here's what we're about, no right or wrong way, cook on what you want and please be nice um and everybody's like oh thank god mate you just watch the comments they'll be like thank you i was about to leave this group i can't take it and i don't know what it is about barbecue and grilling groups or maybe it's just social media groups in general because i'm yeah, because we're part of the barbecue world so we see that yeah i wonder if it's like it's prevalent on other groups i'm like we barbecue to get out and have a good time and maybe yeah. get drunk like what is wrong with you mm-hmm. and like and, and there's guys that are good there's guys that get anything you're doing and but it's in the end it's you're, you're with friends, it's kinship, and you're just trying to cook good food, and you're going to screw Make up. Make memories and, yeah. and just hang out with your buddies. And I'm like, why are you at war in social media? But also, <laughs> too, there, there's got to be people that are extremely jealous of you and think that you haven't worked hard. Like, that think that it's yeah. all come, it's just all come to you somehow. And 100%. That's, that's people weird. don't know the background, especially now, you know, competitors or which I don't even use the word competitor. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just going to do my own thing. And there's enough air force all to breathe, but that you're exactly right. There's people that just, ba- you know, like, like the old saying, if you don't have haters, you're not trying hard enough. I guess sure. you get to a certain point and they're just going to be there. Yeah. And also too, like you're now, not that you're now, but like, there's a lot of people like they'll see like Thomas, they'll see that they're, you're with yeah. people. And then that's, you know, there's a lot of people that are struggling mentally because of COVID or they've gotten back from the war or they've gotten, who knows what, yeah. Mental health, I think mental health is something that's going to affect our country for the next you know, 10, 15, 20 years. Like it's just, unless no, we deal with it properly. because people, And people don't do anything about it. I mean, I had a military guy try to go off on me a couple of weeks ago, and I, I said, you need to slow your roll. Like, yeah. And I said, I'm sure you got a stressful gig. I you know, hope you're safe, but don't yeah. question my character, please. Yeah, it worked yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, in the end, in the end, we all go to the same. We all do the same thing happens to all of us at the end of our lives. Like it's just yeah. Ah, shit. Anyways, well, <laughs> again, like I'll keep part of this. I got it. I got. I got it spun up. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, moral of this story is: don't post any vegan jokes, or you're gonna have a rough morning. Okay, that'll be it. That'll, that'll be the takeaway from this like little beginning part of this. And and Matt, <laughs> like I said before, I just wanted to catch up because yeah trying to now put my head around we, we, we spoke two years ago trying to keep my, put my head around everything that you have going on and it just feels like does it feel like it's just rolling downhill really fast right now there's a lot of moving parts for you how do you keep it how do you keep Man. it how do you keep it straight and then like i said i have a i have a list of questions from the meat church congregation yeah. that we're going to go over and some of them kind of correspond to things that i wanted to talk about so this mean it's pretty crazy because you know i when I went to college, I wanted to be in and out in four years, wanted to be successful. And I was the guy at work trying to get the promotion. You know, I became a vice president by somewhere around, you know, 30, had a very successful corporate career. Like a lot of people in barbecue, they figure this out in their twenties and it's not a real hard decision to go make the jump. You know, I made this full-time move in my forties with a, with four kids, with two in college and I'll just say like a really good career job that I was proud of. And I think Super that's the well, last time we spoke, it was two years ago, a little over two years ago, you had just yeah, left I that just left. and you had, and you were saying how you, it was a big deal. And then a lot of people didn't know you even had a secondary job. That's right. If people didn't know me any better, I didn't talk about it on social media. So people had no idea that I was a vice president of it at a, 
you know, extremely fast moving financial services company that had just gone public. And it was, I mean, I was on 24 seven with that job, but extremely ironically, now I'm in the um, Ernst & Young Entrepreneur of the Year program uh, in the Southwest and I'm going against oh. my former CEO at my old company. Like how oh, that's crazy interesting. is that? <laughs> um, but yeah so it's been two and a half years now and uh, a complete full-time and I mean it's just to say it's going downhill it's insane I mean I can't there's times that I'm like okay I live a great life and let me slow down and enjoy my family because I'm I'm huge we're a huge family here like kids are only this age once um you know our youngest are eight and ten and i'm gonna snap my fingers and they're gonna be out of the house so we really yeah. focus on enjoying this time with them but at the same time i'm like wired to be like okay we're gonna rule the world but it's like hit this snowball effect um i mean our growth last year during covid everyone in the barbecue space had massive growth but ours hit this whole other level on the wholesale side to where like this year we're like holding people back because we're really different than everybody else we um we almost blend the order when wholesale customers order from us, their product is only it's less than 48 hours old when we ship it, which is like, unheard really? of. I had, yeah, yeah, it's it, totally unheard of. Yeah. We don't talk about that very often and we, and we should. So it's, you know, it's been a challenge to manage. I don't know if we'll be able to do that forever, but we've always said we're small batch craft and we're proud of it. So when it's on the shelf, no matter where you're getting it, I mean, if they bought it recently, it should be really fresh. So um, it's been, it's been a challenge to manage and we've ramped up our staff quite a bit in the last 12 months. It's, it's crazy. It's, that's just the best way I can. What's, what's, can, can you, I know it's like, it's hard because we, we've done two interviews this is our third ad. Can you really quickly explain how meat church came about? Because and I think one of the questions yeah. was that someone had was how it even started. So some people probably might don't know. Yeah. I'll try to tell you the short version, but yeah. um, my brother and I competed barbecue under the name meat church, which, um, that had, the name is a cool story it had come about a really funny food writer in Dallas had tweeted from slow bone on a Sunday morning, something like I'm going to have my hashtag meat church with a picture of her plate of barbecue. And I thought it was clever and kind of followed it away. And down the road, I thought my whole deal with barbecue is bringing people together. Like if you were here and I'm barbecuing in my backyard, it's me and you hanging out in that fellowship. And I thought those two words don't go together. It's catchy. And I was trying to have a little bit of an edge and went with it. So competed under that name, you know, not trying to be like Travis Clark, like team of the year. It was six, eight times a year for fun with, with family. We uh, submitted a tryout to be on barbecue pit masters and, and got a call in January, 2014 uh, to be on the show, had three weeks notice to drive 22 hours to Tampa, Florida and compete. And the way the company started was um, I made two rubs by hand. I was completely self-taught in the beginning. I didn't know any different. I didn't have, you know, I didn't know that I should go buy XYZ seasoning. I Googled a recipe and then tweaked it and, and made, <laughs> made a beef amazing. rub and an all-purpose rub by hand. And the all-purpose rub has honey powder in it. And so someone referred me to a local place to buy honey powder. I was there buying it and I saw labels on the counter and I, and I asked the guy about the labels and he said, yeah, I'm their co-packer. And I said, what's a co-packer? Explained it to me and he said, I can make your rub. And I said, all right. And I drove back to work, called my brother, told him, and he said, we'll do it. So I called the guy back and I said, make my beef rub and call it Meat Church Holy Cow. And I'll call you back tomorrow with a name for the other one. So fast forward today, 30-year-old uh, company, I'm over 99% of their business. Um, it's, I mean, to say that. So you're still with circle. the same co-packer. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. amazing. Yeah. And we've been good for each other. You know, um, he, he helps me, you know, in places I want to go and things that I want to do with our product side. And. I don't really want to be in manufacturing 
um, you know, I'm trying to focus on other things that we're better at. So it's been a, it's been a good relationship. Yeah, I mean, well, we've had growing nice pains. Have so. that. Cause if you didn't have yeah. that, yeah. Cause doing that part on your own, is that something like, I hate to say, like, would you recommend, but if someone was, because there's a lot of people I'm sure that are listening or watching that want to go into that. And that's, that space is a very crowded space. It's not an easy space and it yeah. was crowded, but it was crowded seven years ago when you. Yeah. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's no shortage of seasonings. It's a tough question for people yeah. because um, like I partner with TX whiskey, they wanted to make their own product. They wanted to be in control. So they produce and bottle their own spirits. And so they have their reasons. So it just kind of depends. Like I've got friends that make their own stuff. And I understand that my dad has encouraged me to do it forever. And um, I actually just took a lesson I learned in IT. You know, I used to run infrastructure. So we hosted all the services. And at one point, my boss looked at me and he said, we don't make any more money because your team's good at hosting email. And so, you know, I, next thing you know, I moved it to the cloud. Now, that doesn't mean that one size fits all and that everyone should use yeah. a co-packer. But that's been what I've been focused on to this point. Just not trying to be good at that. So how many do you, do you call them rubs or seasonings or does it even matter what you call like a I'm either or um, <laughs> when I'm talking barbecue, I call it a rub. If I'm using generic term, I call it a seasoning, but right. we have 14 total, uh, 14 seasonings, three injections of brine, a chicken fried breading. And, but they, but so then it's funny. We, do you guys promote that, the, the Ocho, the eight, is that like the eight core? And then there are six that are, well, yeah, I, um, you know, we had a, a, a photo of that product and, and well, it's, it's evolved. It used to be, you know, at one point we only had three rubs and then we had mm -hmm. four and we had five. And so it was, the main item on the website was always all the products. And so that's how it started. Uh, we have nine barbecue rubs now, but I still, though, is just a cool name. So it's the, it's our, it's the number one seller on the website. I mean, it's a great deal. Like no one else sells seven pounds of barbecue rub for that cheap. <laughs> no. And it, it's cool, bright, colorful, you know, we're really different than everybody else. So I've just, you know, we've just stuck with it. Do you feel like you're going to keep adding rubs? Is that something that you can... Well, you know, I'm a, I'm a big believer in the, like the Apple model where they don't want to have too many SKUs. And so I've yeah. never, my goal is not to be all things to all people. Like, will I have a black and rub? No, probably not. You know, so no, I don't, we're not looking to have a flavor for everything. I mean, I use other people's seasonings um, for things that I don't have, you know, for us, like we try to be a lifestyle brand. So we have call it 20 barbecue SKUs, but I always have over 100 SKUs total um, when we're not sold out right before Father's Day. You know, we'll have uh, normally we have about 25 different hats. Almost We have 18 shirts. Um, we have all kinds of stuff, socks, aprons, butcher paper. Um, I don't know anybody else that has that. And that's oh. just something we're known for. I mean, a lot of other, I'll just say this. A lot of people in barbecue knock off a lot of our designs, especially our patch hats and things like that. And I mean, it is what it is, but um, that at that part of the business the apparel is a humongous focus of mine personally so that's where i can be different you know i can constantly come out with that stuff and not have to have a new seasoning do you think the apparel helped build the <clears throat> brand i think it probably did a lot uh, right? oh yeah yeah for sure i mean we kind of um i won't say that we reinvented ourselves but the apparel side of things is basically a business in and of itself yeah, like yeah, i, I said like who, who else has all of that and i'm sure people watch this and go well let me go do that and you can't just suddenly have all this stuff it won't you'll you'll be sitting on mm -hmm. merchandise i mean and you know we didn't have all these sizes all the time but not only do we have like 18 different shirts like now but we sell them from medium all the way up to 5x and we had to get that to a point where it would all move because i don't have infinite amounts of warehouse space and yeah yeah 
but hey, there's nothing better than to walk through the airport and see someone walk through with your shirt on come the other way and you have no idea who they are. Like that's that's, that's amazing. The, yes. the coolest thing of what we do. That is the coolest. And I, and I going back <laughs> to the seasoning. Somebody, uh, Steve Smith, had asked any chance of selling some sausage seasoning. Would you? Is that something you thought about, or is that something that you guys have something already that would work for? It is something we've thought about, especially in Texas. Um, but I've personally felt like it's pretty niche. Um, but I'm a big hunter and I've got a lot of hunters in our um, community. And so I think that would be a cool aspect of it. Like if you hunt, you probably get sausage made. A lot of guys trying to do it on their own. Um, so, you know, it's definitely on the board as a consideration, not like real high yeah. on my list because I feel like it'll be pretty niche. Um, but I would consider it. And you guys have a, do you guys, are you promoting a grinder or do you have your own grinder? No. So I work with made with meat, which uh, I've been working with them for two years and they just have like next level gear that, I mean, it's kind of like home processing side of things. So it's, it's, I use their grinders. Yeah. That one looks killer. And that's uh, and you, is it available through your site or just a link off to your, from your site or is it? it's, it, I don't have a link. Uh, I can't remember if we have a partner link for them or not, but it's madewithmeat.com. Okay. But it's all their gear is great. I mean, I, it's nuts how much of it I use when they reached out to me. I was like, okay, this may be the thing that makes more sense than anything I've ever taken a phone call for, but I get red dirt barbecue music festival this year. We use their slicer to slice meat for like 4,000 people. And uh, my buddy, Jason with 44 farms, I'm in my trailer and I walk in and he's just slicing all day long with this made with meat slicer. <laughs> So yeah, they really, that's actually stuff. kind of cool that, cause a lot of people probably don't know if they, they want to get a slicer for home and I want to get a slicer for home. That's yeah. okay. That's great. So I'll try, I'll put, I'll put a link below to that. So people, and then your relationship with Traeger, I want to get to the questions, but your relationship with Traeger, that's been, from, is that not from day one, but that's grown exponentially, right? Yeah. It's really cool. Like, you know, if people don't know me, they, and they only follow us on social, they probably don't realize that I have, um, I got rid of a few, but I have somewhere between 25 and 30 grills and smokers from I, you know, I have four offsets to you name it I've got I mean I'll just say this I've got Kamado grills I've got pit barrels Weber's hasty bake I've got everything mm -hmm. but I have this amazing partnership with Traeger and I absolutely adore the company the product the community like I don't know of a community that is as awesome as those guys so I'd say this nobody does it like Traeger whether it's a photo an event a product they are crazy i mean they have full-time culinary staff of i don't even know what it's at now you know probably around six full-time chefs everything they do is amazing and i can't say what this is but we have a collaborative product coming out oh, really? um, at the end of summer that's going to be extremely exciting but yeah they're great I, and they I have events all, they have events across the country all the time yeah. and and i know that i know they, they sell out a lot of stuff and also too i think it was because I wasn't 100% on board with Traeger until I saw, I think, a video you did on cooking a brisket and you took your son to school me or something. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. wait a second, this is like, it is next yeah, the week. The, like, that was just a brainchild I had. I called it the weekday brisket. It was before COVID. It was, you know, put a brisket yeah. on at night, let it run at like 200 degrees overnight for seven hours, wrap it up. I went to work at noon. I, from my app, I increased the temperature of the brisket and at the end of the day, you know, it was done and it was an amazing brisket. Um, and they, they were the first ones that come out with that Wi-Fi technology where you could control your grill away from your home. Now, you know, other people have it as well. But um, yeah, I mean, they're they're amazing. I mean, like through COVID, they um, did these Traeger Kitchen Lives where they sent a production team to my house. And, um, you know, once a week, they did a free class, completely free, you know, no strings right. attached. And they're still doing it. I've done like, I don't know, six or eight of them. So they're just good people. 
That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, let's 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 jump to the question. Uh, was this a hobby that turned profitable or something he always wanted to do? You kind of talked about that. Was it something that you thought would be a business? I guess because you had the team well, and then. I've always been an entrepreneur. I mean, I'm not just saying that, you know, as a kid, I was uh, like refurbishing bicycles and in high school. I was like making candy and crazy stuff for money. And so in college, I made T-shirts for fraternities and sororities. So um, I'm sure I had it in the back blood. of my head. But yeah, but I was just having fun with barbecue. And then when I thought, oh, I can take these rubs on the show and they'll show them. I launched a website, um, had two seasonings on it, two shirts and two hats. And it just kind of took off. And it was a hobby for two years for sure the third year was like a really good paying hobby but that's again because i had this like really good career job and i certainly did not know in the third year what i know now but you know we were fortunate that i ran this business as a side hustle for a long time so we got it to a point where it wasn't that crazy you know of a decision for i mean it took me nine months to convince my wife to let me leave but I also but, think, yeah, I, I do, I agree with you. Like, I think that it's important that you keep it as a side hustle until it grows to a point where it makes sense. I think that a yeah. lot of people, I've talked to so many different people that said that I've kept it, I've kept my real job, but I've also at night, weekends, whatever, work on something until you get it to a point, because a lot of times you jump right in and then it puts up a different kind of pressure on you. Yeah. I mean, I get asked about this a lot and like, what do you do? And, and, you know, you run into people all the time that have this side job. Like I had a photographer, an outdoor photographer shoot us last week. And he said, I think I left my job too early and, you know, we've opened this coffee shop and here's the struggles. And, you know, my advice is like, well, run it as long as you can, where you get it to a point where it's not so risky. But the problem with that is I was, I was beyond working two jobs. You know, it hurt my marriage really bad. Um, and you know, it's great now, but see, the thing is people like today, they're like, oh, well it's this big, like, how could it ever be a problem? Well, because you don't realize that you're sleeping two hours a night and, you know, running yourself and your family in the ground. So it's, it's a balance and, um, there's no, you know, single answer for that. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Without a doubt. Okay. So you had a banner year in 2020 with marketing, social media, word of mouth. How do you follow that up with 21, 22? Yeah. And I get asked that a lot as well. And my team was like, there's no way we'll have this big years 2020. And I said, well, I'll tell you, there's one thing I've learned through the years of this business. No, we're going to grow even more and be prepared. And we, you know, made adjustments to kind of um, prepare for that. But if you look at what we do, I've been posting my food and how I make my food in a non-inflammatory, just straightforward way since the beginning of 2014. And pretty early adopter Instagram started in 2013. I'm still doing the same thing today. You know, I'm just posting food, telling you how I made it. And that's that. I mean, I guess that makes it a lifestyle brand but I'm the one doing it. So I, I, I think if I keep cooking my ass off, which you'd be hard pressed to find someone that cooks as much as I do. Um, and I'm not bragging. I'm just saying like, I'm super passionate about this. So the fires are never out. And I've had someone comment to me, no one posts as much as you. I go, you mean no one cooks as much as me? I mean, we post once or twice <laughs> yeah, a day, but um, I think if we keep doing that, it's just going to, it's just going to keep going. And this year's, I mean, we're up, I don't know right this second exactly, but we're up well over 300% over last year and 2020 was a crazy year. And, and just so people know at the, at the filming of this, you have close to 500,000 Instagram followers, right? 497,000. Yeah, I know it's yeah, like numbers a lot around, but it's like 497,000 or maybe it's more than yeah. this morning. And then you, but you have, so it's meters, but also what's the, what's the other one for your supply? 
meat so meat church's instagram meat church bbq supply is um, it's mostly about our store but we filter in some other stuff yeah yeah. Yeah, and we talked about earlier like our meat church congregation page in facebook it hit a hundred thousand overnight it's pretty pretty crazy but i'm proud of it because i'm not like there's there's a few people with larger accounts but most of them are what i call reposters guys that you know used eight to ten pieces of someone else's work for years and years and years to build these massive accounts and we've i mean we share an occasional customer photo but we're not a reposter for sure so anyway we're definitely proud of and that and then you also because be, before i forget you have a store and and i and i keep uh, mispronouncing was it waxahachi waxahachi good i job. did pretty Perfect. good yeah <laughs> finally yeah. After yeah. Five years. and how was that I doing tell people very good um i came i decided that we would open a retail shop right before i left my corporate job and just because we our our downtown area is very cool historic um, from the 1800s, um, has the most photographed courthouse in the state. And it's basically really? a bunch of women's boutiques and a half dozen antique stores. And I thought there's no shops for guys down here. Um, so I just wanted to fashion it after like an old hardware store. Like my dad had a hardware store in Rogers, Texas, small town. And I, know that. I thought this would be a cool place for people to hang out. So it's an old spot, everything in it's reclaimed. So it's, it's a cool vibe and, and it's, it's our stuff, which is the main thing that sells in there. It's a, it's crazy. It's become a destination, but I sell all of my friends' stuff in there. So it's kind of like story of my barbecue journey. I like to say, so everything in there is something that I use. Nothing in there is something we're just trying to turn a profit on. It's all stuff that I believe in and use. So it's not all, so people know it's not all just meat church stuff. There's plenty of stuff. Right. And if you look online, you could tell that, but people might not yeah. know. And it, and, it, and it should be a destination. I want to, as soon as I get free i'm going to i want to visit because it looks like a really cool spot and it seems like you continue to add merchandise and different things and products for people we want to give reasons for people to come in so we sell things in there that we don't sell online like i don't ship any of the third-party stuff on i don't sell any of it online mm-hmm. even though i know we could and uh we sell like these really cool butcher blocks which my mac is stacked on three of them out here in my outdoor kitchen yeah, i think there's a question um, about the box too <laughs> yeah yeah i mean we can just segue into that like you know, we're, we're trying to get, we're, it's a, you know, we're, we're trying to give you a reason to come to the shop. So there's always going to be, and I can't make excuses for it, but there's always going to be things in there that we don't sell online. I'm like, okay, I'm a Yeti and a Howler Brothers fan. Every year, a couple of years, they make a collaborative shirt. Well, last year, the only way you could get the shirt was to go to the Yeti flagship store in Austin and get it. It makes it super exclusive. Mm-hmm. And we have people that literally fly in from California. Florida, Oregon, just to come to the store, which blows me away. That's so amazing. we want there to be some reward with it. But but also I'm not set up to ship these 25 pound butcher blocks. Like we don't do that. So there's that aspect of it too. Who I makes think your we butcher will block? do it. Rosewood block. That's um, the, that's the question they said. Are you going to start yeah. selling the rosewood blocks online? Is that so that answers that person's question because Well, I can I give you one more nugget. Tyler, the founder and I are dear friends. And I'm trying to do everything I can to grow his business. And he and I have agreed we are going to do a periodic, okay, we're shipping them. So we're going to do like this fall, we're probably going to sell 25 of them. Gotcha. And it's, and people are going to be mad because 25 people will get them and however many won't. But so we are going to do a couple drops where we're going to take the orders and he will ship them. And the other thing, he's not crazy, huge production, very small business. We don't have truckloads of these. Like I sell them as quick as he can get them to me. So if we had them on the website, they're so nice. They're beautiful. They're really, they really are beautiful. I'll try to, if I'm smart enough, I'll try to pop a photo in in right now because. Well, so I'll plug, I'll plug something where, and I'm sure this, this may come out after this is out there, but we're about to give away a few, when we hit our miles, our hundred thousand, our 500,000 
uh, on the congregation Facebook page and on Instagram. We're actually going to give a few away. We've uh, Ty, Tyler and I have come That's together nice. with some unique ones. So I've signed them and like we've put holy cow in the epoxy in the board. They're unique. Oh, so they won't be rad. sold. That's just, so cool. Yeah. That was uh, his idea. That is awesome. Okay. And then so are you here's, a, here's a, an, an interesting one. Are you going to release a barbecue sauce? <laughs> I'm sure you get asked that thousands of times. Yeah, we get uh, we get asked that all the time. So we have we have about three sauces that we make that we don't sell today it makes sense at some point we've kind of stayed focused on what we're really good at, not trying to be all things to all people again. So, you know, probably at some point it's, it's a different world right now. Yeah. It's totally, it's completely different. Yeah. It's not what we do. So, you know, I mean, I think we'd sell a ton of it, but um, it's very different. The shipping of it's different, you know, and, and I'm, I gotta, I should have said this up front. I'm huge on, I'm not trying to be anybody else. I'm doing what Matt Pittman wants to do. That's why my model is so unique from everyone else. Like who else has this line, but does all this event stuff. Like it's just different. And, you know, we'll do what makes, what we think makes sense. This is off topic, but uh, <clears throat> your name's real, right? Do people ask you? I, like, I wonder if people, like I was thinking. I got asked that I yesterday. Think, I think we might yeah. have even talked about the beginning. It seems like it's like. Yes. Yeah, so, well, I, perfect, I tell right? people that wasn't, Pittman wasn't my last name until I got, good at barbecue and then i i sat down with the wife and changed it so i'm like the chad ocho cinco barbecue <laughs> okay and obviously that's your, your real name and then uh, what's your favorite sticker yeah. on your barbecue trailer oh man there's only a... one on my big trailer it's panther city barbecue and i know that's chris that asked that question yeah, yeah but, of uh, course yeah i was gonna they say put, they put that sticker on my trailer it smoked <laughs> dallas and uh every time i go to an event i take a picture in the rearview mirror and i send it to them so it's still going strong okay so panther city and then uh you got about four or five people asked about your hair what's your hair routine your conditioner yeah. it's very soft and shiny someone said <laughs> great great question great question um very important yeah i mean i'll, I'll i'm finally finally going to give out my secret um um, uh, I actually use beef tallow. That's how I get the, okay, how I get the sheen. Uh, yeah. You, so I need to bust the myth. You don't need to put tallow on your briskets. You actually need to apply it to your hair. Okay. Perfect. See that's see the, breaking all this stuff. Okay. Um, classes, someone was saying, are you going to be having classes that when it's not 40, uh, 40 degrees out? <clears throat> we only had, we had two in April and it was insane. They uh, sold out the second tickets went on sale. They were a ton of fun. It was cool to just be back with people and feel normal. So creatively it was like, thank God we needed this. So the ones that my, I'm in my outdoor kitchen, the ones I teach here are like the most exclusive. We don't do it that often. Cause I'll just say this, it's very invasive. We like remove all of our furniture, get the, the kids gone to a this is at your house. Um, yeah. Like literally like right here, this is my kitchen. And over here is the living area. And we clear out that living area and they sit there and we make a weekend of it. And we do one Saturday, one Sunday. So we're actually not going to do these until the fall. Again, okay. we move out to our lake house for the summer. Um, I'm back home for a couple of days to meetings and NASCAR and, you know, go stuff like that. Yeah. But so they'll be in the fall. Now, I also teach at a whiskey distiller in Fort Worth, TX Whiskey Ranch, gorgeous okay. place. They have been closed because they make the spirits there. Um, and their parent company's been very strict on it. They're finally reopening in about a month. Okay. And so we will do a class per quarter there, which is over 100 people. So they'll be coming, but they will likely be, um, a, I'm going to say, late summer, early fall. And then I'll probably have quite a few. Okay. And then because they sell out so quickly, is it best to be on the email list or to check what social media? Because <clears throat> we, 
Like, how do people get a jump on that? We send an email a day before we post it on social mm-hmm. so that we kind of like, hey, if you're going to be on our email list, we give you the heads up that we're doing it. Okay. So, you know, the home classes always sell out. Now, they've never sold out the second they went on sale. So that was a phenomenon this mm-hmm. year. So, yeah, definitely. If you go to meetchurch.com, go to the bottom of the home page and there's a mailing list. Sign up for that. I'll put a link to it and I'll screenshot it so that way people can see okay. it. Because I've been on it forever. Cool. But it, and it's, And you guys don't bombard people, but you do put important stuff. So that's... I figured yeah, we basically just send out free recipes once a week. And then um, when we have a class, we'll announce that. Yeah, we try not to uh, bombard people. Okay. And then what's your favorite thing to cook indoors? That's a, like, that's a good, I, like I that's... cook indoors. <laughs> yeah, I try to cook everything outside. Um, the only thing I cook indoors is when my kids want ramen or spaghetti. What about eggs? Maybe <laughs> eggs or something? Do you cook maybe eggs inside yeah, indoors? Yeah, but I have, a, I have a flat top out here. It's more fun to make it outside. Okay. Well, the kind of related question they're asking, what's your favorite thing to cook for a summer cookout with family? And that's another, like it's tough because Ooh. I guess it depends on the weekend or it depends on the time of year, right? Man. Yeah. Um, the mood. I mean, I hate to be generic with this, but, um, you know, I use 44 Farms beef. And if you've never had a 44 Farms hot dog, it'll literally change your life. It's not, it shouldn't be called hot dog. It's really a sausage. It's so good. Yeah. So we grill those all the time. When we first started selling it, I put it on Facebook and I went into my shop that day and like three sets of our friends, like couples were in the store buying hot dogs. I'm like, this is crazy. (laughs) But you could buy them directly from their site, right? Too? Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. They sell out. They sell out during like before holiday things before fourth of july and stuff i noticed yeah. what they do it's like all beef no casing and it, it's they're so good so yeah and why do you love 44 farms so much well you know we're trying to you know we're a texas company right our stuff is made right here in fort worth you know and i just had this feeling that i should be cooking texas beef i've always been a fan of 44 farms if you live around here and you go to like john tzar's knife steakhouse and you have the steaks you're like okay this stuff is amazing special you can only get the briskets and and like three barbecue joints around the state three or four they're amazing people bob mclaren owns the ranch um used to be president of houston astros and we just have become really good buddies and so you know, just through talking, I'm like, man, I would love to cook y'all stuff. Now I cook other things like, you know, I've cooked a lot of snake river stuff. Um, I've cooked E3 out of Fort Scott, Kansas, which those guys are like family to me. Um, but I'm going to go back to what I was saying before. I don't want to be anybody else. Like, you know, I don't think it's practical to cook Wagyu beef. I don't think our customers should see me cooking Wagyu seven days a week. That makes sense. Yeah. So I want to do something that's, I don't know, approachable, whatever. But when I teach, you know, I tell people like, Hey, here's great places to go buy meat. You don't have to buy 44 farms, but I, my dad's hardware store was in the town right next to Cameron. Uh, so I was very familiar with the ranch. Huh. If you go to their Instagram, their cattle are just gorgeous. So it just, there's just something about it. It just feels right. Okay. Well, someone said, uh, what's the best way to start and keep a stick burner to a desired temperature? Amount of wood, shark, uh, size pieces, yeah. charcoal, etc. Great question. Um, you know, so we've just put out a video series with a lot of videos on offsets, and I've you know been showcasing our mill skill, looking at it, our 94 gallon offset, and I actually go tomorrow to pick up my new 550 gallon trailer from them, which I'm super stoked about. Really? But oh, that's. Awesome. I think it's wait till you see it. It's 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 um the, it's a prototype of what they're going to be making going forward. It's the first one of its type. Like I'm, it's it's so sexy it's insane and they're 94 Um, is that the the backyard model the yes yep yep and and you could you could buy it directly from their site (laughs) yeah so right right now they're they they produce in batches and they're producing for they want you to have it for july 4th and they produce 30 at a time and they've sold like 22 so there's some available right now 
Um, and we're actually going to sell them in our flagship store after this round. They're bringing me some out of this round. Nice. But in my backyard, I have an offset stoned in my outdoor kitchen. So I didn't need this 94 gallon. But with all the talk of a Franklin smoker and then Matt and Caleb used to build Aaron's pits for five years. They're the best humans in Texas. Their so stuff is unreal. They've been like I've told them, they've been so nice to this kid from California that bugs them all the time. They're such great guys. They're, they awesome are humans. i'd love getting on the phone with matt and we just talk for like we're supposed to be on the phone for five minutes an hour later i'm like okay i better let you go but there's stuff i mean my son's gonna cook on this pit it's i love it but anyway yeah. to back to the question it's a really good question because i mean we start our pit with a bed of charcoal just to get a good bed going and then i use small splits and i in one of the videos i think the brisket video i held up a few pieces and i said mm -hmm. get some different sizes but honestly get some pretty small splits they catch quicker they can help you increase temp quick and and keep a good fire burning but the thing i like about that question is it illustrates my point don't get so literal with a recipe you know you don't have to be cooking that brisket at 250 the entire time it's okay if it's 225 some or 270 some doesn't matter you just kind of kind of generally keep it where you want to keep it but um you know good dry wood that i, I guess it's small splits are a, are a big help do you have a, a lot of people try to build a, a fire with these big ones big splits and they struggle because yeah. it didn't catch real good and their fires dropped and anyway. do you have like a stacking pattern that you do no i have at my house i have um a, a big rack that has two stacks for flavor so i have hickory and post oak on it and i what i try to do when i unload the wood is i i Honestly, I try to look at the sizes and go big, small, big, small throughout the entire thing so that when I'm running the fire and I need a split, oh, I just... can get some of all of it. Yeah. So un the mill skill has a wood rack underneath it and it's filled with varying sizes, um, basically just just another tool, you know, because you can't turn the gauge. You have to manually mm -hmm. run it. So just gives you, um, you know, an option that those pits are killer and they're not super expensive. They're well priced yeah. for what they are they're they're not like it's not I, like I think so bucks, but, yeah, but it's, yeah they're about four thousand yeah. dollars but you know i tell people i'm not saying that you should be able to afford a four thousand dollar smoker but in anything you buy in outdoor cooking you get what you pay for mm -hmm. right like i'm not dissing someone with a pit boss but pit bosses are much cheaper than some of the other brands for mm -hmm. a reason and after you own one for one to two years you usually figure that out so if you only have 500 bucks, then go to, you know, buy a $500 offset. Yeah. The temperature is going to fluctuate like mad and it's going to kind of be a banshee, but at least you've got an offset. And then, you know, you might graduate into this down the road. If you become serious about it and are passionate and love it, well then save your money up and, you know, go buy this, which, you know, you'll have, and you'll pass down. To pass your it kids. down. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. You pass it down to your kids and that's, yeah. or, or niece and nephew, if you don't have kids. Okay. Now, someone said that this is really complex. No, not complex, but it's funny. Uh, you're stuck on a de deserted island with your smoker. They won't rescue you, but they'll drop you supplies for one last meal. What do you ask for and what do you cook? And he said, don't think too hard about why someone would drop meat seasonings and pellets or charcoal, but don't, but wouldn't rescue you. So like, I didn't see that question. That's a pretty good question. Um, well, I always tell people my last meal is my chicken fried steak, which I'd be really hard to make on the smoker. So I have to give you a, a barbecue question, but um not to be cheesy and a lot of barbecue guys don't eat brisket but i mean if it was my last meal then i would want to enjoy the super long cook of cooking a brisket the right way on my offset because that's why i have an offset you buy a smoker in texas it's because you're going to freaking smoke brisket so yeah, yeah i guess i'd have to enjoy why i had it in the first place and you also so so you're kind of alluding to the fact that you enjoy the process too totally um you know one of the reasons we started making mill skill the videos on the offset is a lot of people that just found us over the last year or two I think because of how much I post about Traeger, 
they think that that's all that I can do or all that I do. So I needed to kind of swing the pendulum back the other way. But um, the cool thing, so my little plug here, we just finished our nine part series called Hardcore Barbecue. Yeah, I wanted YouTube. to talk about it's that. It's all the classics. And in the Brit, so we didn't shortcut anything. Um, a lot of times when people make cooking videos, you put a raw meat in, the camera turns off, you switch it out <laughs> yes. with a cooked meat and you shorten your time. On these long cooks, Matt at Mill Scale will back me up. I said, we're not shortcutting any of this. We're going to do it right. So I literally had my video guy come over, Kirk. He came over at night and we started this and he came over at six o'clock and we started filming after my kids went to bed and we cooked all night and I did it on purpose um, because in, in it, you know, it was like nearly 20 hours because I wanted this thing to be the right way. And I actually told him in the middle of it, I was like, man, my dog's out here. I'm holding a beer. It was actually funny. It wasn't that long ago when it was chilly. I had a hoodie on and now it's like, I'm yeah, 98 yesterday. I can't imagine. I can't believe that one month ago I was out in this kitchen wearing a hoodie, but just sitting here, I was like, you know what, this is actually going to be fun. And we sat here all night and not a lot, not a lot of guys are making videos like me are doing that. So we rolled that thing all night and it honestly, I loved every minute of it. And I think I said, there's something therapeutic about running this fire, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. it's just like sitting on a campfire, you know, it's fun. It's relaxing. No, I no, talked to, I talked to chef. Today. There's a chef who has a place called, um, it's, I think it's called Fox and Pearl in Kansas city. And he has a night goat barbecue, but he does, <clears> he cooks his barbecue. It's only one day a week, but it's for therapy almost just to get away from that yeah. chef grind and and it's good for people i think it's important for people to slow down even though people think they were slowing down during covid they weren't they were anxious and they were yeah. this is really it's an important process and and i want oh, i'm actually creating i've been creating a blog post that's separate about all your different video about that new series so I'll promote oh, cool. that se separately because I think it's such a unique thing and you've got so much going on that I wanted to compartmentalize that and kind of, so, so, so well, we built, it, you know, we Memorial day weekend, we built a block pit and, you know, smoked yes. hog, and that was the same thing. It was just like therapeutic. I mean, finally your kids are sleeping, they're quiet. I mean, but the whole reason we have pellet grill is because people's lives are so busy. Yes. Like when is the last time, you know, anyone has been able to have an entire day or weekend to smoke barbecue. I mean, my kids are doing something or we're like, it's, I'm never not just mm -hmm. here. Never, ever, ever, ever. So that's really hard to do. So the ability to be able to stop everything and just focus mm -hmm. on that was like, man, we all need to slow down a little bit. Yeah. It was yeah. great. So if that's like the one takeaway from all this, it's that, I think that's, that's really important. Okay. Uh, Rosewood block. We talked about that. How far will the Cowboys go this season? How many regular Probably season Probably not wins? very far. <laughs> probably not far so not even it, it, look, going, going to cowboys games is more about the tailgating for me at this point so i'm happy if they prove me wrong but we'll see okay and then what's this questions uh when are when are we gonna get a moose what's what is that even is that that's like an inside ben, joke that, <laughs> that's from ben is one of my ben, ambassadors yes. from alaska yeah, okay. yeah 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 so ben lives in alaska he's crazy barbecue guy comes down here just on barbecue trips and when he came down a month ago he brought me halibut moose bear and all kinds of freezer full of random meat so okay so can't complain about that okay and then some some people i got a couple of people asked me about out shipping outside of the united states and dealing with the yeah. shipping prices but you can't control that that's something uh... yeah so we honestly we stopped it in 2020 um other than canada and it was because the experience was so bad and people don't understand that but um, packages that normally take a month were taking three months yeah. and we had no answers. I mean, you're talking about they're taking so long that when the customer emails, my team is looking at each other going, it's been two and a half months. We should refund this. And we refund it and it delivers two weeks later. 
uh, and there's like no updates. And so it's hard to track things once they leave the United States. It is. Yeah. And once there's that handoff. And and so we said, we finally said, you know, what, we're just going to stop doing it. We're going to focus on the U.S. We're inundated with business. This is what we're going to do right now. We have international distributors in a lot of countries. It Now, they don't serve everyone. So very high on our radar, but it's a double-edged sword. I don't know why people don't understand that it, shipping heavy boxes of barbecue rub is not cheap. And we lose money on every package we send yet. A ton of customers always complain about it. So we will resume it very soon. Okay. But yeah, it was just bad experience last year. Like just yeah. bad customer experiences made us slow it down. But also too, I'm sure it was an interesting experience shipping things in the United States because things would seem to, to like I'd order things that seemed like, seemed like it was sitting at the post office or like their main hub for weeks. And I, then I learned sudden, May than, yeah. I learned way more than I wanted to learn about shipping in the fall because this was my life personally, November, December, this is all I was doing. And, um, you know, all the major carriers had problems, but people oh, yeah. want a bag on the post office. And it was, man, it was bad. We had to send emails to people in December saying your, your tracking says no update, but it, it's, it's gone. And they didn't yeah. believe me. They thought we were lying. It was terrible. So yeah. I'm hoping this year is way better. I think it will be. I think uh, yeah, things will, it's, it's feeling back to normal. Is there anything that was the, there was a question about uh, your best uh, smoked trout or fish recipe. Is that something that you mm. have? Uh... Well, people have been at, so we're going to make some, we're actually going to make some grilling videos on the dock of our lake house okay. um, this next month, which I think will be cool. We have some seafood recipes on the website. We have a halibut, we have salmon, we have a fish dip. That's my favorite. So there's some out there, but we are planning on shooting some in oh, cool. July, okay. which okay. I'm excited about. Yeah. Oh, nice. That's I mean, awesome. they won't, they won't perform as well as a brisket video, but the people have asked for a fish video. So we're going <laughs> to so, go. So, so you have to, you have to listen as much as you can. You got to try to like keep your blinders on, but do you do the, try to listen? Yeah. Let's, so, so let's, let's wrap this up. Is there any, all the different, what are all the different ways that people can get a hold of you? If they're just on the Facebook page, what's the, yeah. I mean, so we, you know, I think the, the meat church congregation, Facebook group is really cool. A lot. You get to interact yeah, with all these so people great. in our community. And, and I try to be in there a ton. Like I'm commenting yeah. all the time. Um, you know, obviously our Instagram, uh, half a million followers, like that's just kind of the main, that's main wicked. deal, that's but wicked. we, you know, we're on all platforms. I mean, I hate it, but we finally launched on TikTok. I'm, I'm refusing to be the I'm you sorry. Know, 14 year old girl that dances <laughs> on TikTok. We just, you know, have a presence on there. But YouTube is our focus right now. Uh, we're trying to make very straightforward, informative, high quality videos. They come out every week. Um, I'm excited about the ones coming out over the next few weeks. And we've got we've got some actually really cool ones coming up. We're filming tomorrow. We're actually going to film our trip to Lockhart to pick up our new trailer smoker and do a walk around um, with Matt and Caleb. Yeah, I'm super uh, Damn you, I wanted that, to do that so. before you. <laughs> no, I'm sure mine will be different, but I know that's, that's awesome. That's that's So that's cool. That's something to look forward to. That's fun. That's Yeah, really cool. I'm very excited about that. Yeah, it oh. should be fun. So we, we have some cool videos coming. We're okay. bringing in some people to be on some of our videos soon. So uh, yeah. Yeah. So YouTube, so that, so then I'll, I'll put links to everything below, but YouTube is a focus. So people and people use YouTube yeah. a lot, like who, whoever thought that it would continue to grow at, at the pace that it's growing. And well, you know, I just see it as such an opportunity for us because it's not somewhere where we focus. My kids only watch YouTube. I'm actually doing it just to try to impress them. <laughs> we're, we're at like 195,000 subscribers and it's our channel's growing 30,000 subscribers a month right now, but I, 
um, I'm like asking my kids, like, when are you going to consider me a YouTuber? That I just need that respect from yeah, my so kids. That's all, so that's I don't know. It really matters. Yeah. That's awesome. That's cool. Well, well, cool. Well, thank you again, Matt, for taking the time. I'm glad we got this worked out with the, the way we were going to film this. But thank you. And then if anybody has any questions, they should go to the go to the, the forum, uh, Facebook forum, and they could, uh, the group, the yeah. church congregation I'm group. Super, could, I'm super yeah, accessible there. I'm in, it, I'm in it all day long. So if someone tags me, I almost all well, I try to see it. And yeah. so I'll, I'll respond. So that's where I'm trying to be, um, you know, as much as I can. But I really appreciate you having me on. I love watching all your episodes. You've had some great ones lately. You've, you've enlightened me to some that, you know, things I didn't know. And so I love your conversation. So I was excited when you reached Thank back you. out to me. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. I like to, I love this world and I'm trying to, my goal is to try to, to focus on things that I'm passionate about, but different things, not just the quote unquote pit masters or just the owners. I want yeah. to talk to people that are photographers, that are, that are pit builders, that are everything. Cause it's, you know, that's the world. And, and a lot of times no, I like think people, it's great. Like Vicky, you came out with that pit list recently and the photographers before that, like, I think, I think it's great. And it's super useful. Like, you know, you're these, this great resource for all this information. So thank you. Very well done. You're doing it since the crack of dawn. So I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't sleep a whole lot. I'm, I'm helping to take care of my mom while she's going through some surgeries and stuff. So I'm trying to, I love, I love this world so much and I want to be a useful tool until I can get on the road and, and do that, but I'll still, yeah. I'm sure I'll still, well, you got to come out. I know we didn't, we didn't get to, to uh, hang out at what we had planned previously here. So yeah. you got to make that happen next year. Without a doubt. Yeah. Though this year, let's do it like this fall. Yeah. Or, Absolutely. Excellent. Well, Matt, have a good one. Thank you so much. I, I should have probably talked a little bit about meat fight too, but uh, I kind of, did you hear, I don't know if you saw that. Hey, we'll do this I was, again. I kept accidentally saying meat church when I was like, I'm like, so, so Alice, so meat church. And she's like, no, it's meat. And I'm like, shit. I keep, <laughs> that's I didn't in my see brain. that one. I'm going to have to go. What? I'm gonna have no, to but go I, I, I edited a little bit in the beginning. I think I, I kept a little bit okay. of that, but well, I think she's where the name came person. from. Oh, she is. Yeah. She's, she, yeah. Oh, it was yeah, from her so article. Okay, because you mentioned a woman Al named Dallas. Okay. Yeah, Alice is the one that tweeted it, and Meat Fight was just a year old. It wasn't what it is now. Anyway, her husband oh, nice. actually helped me trademark it, but but now oh, they shit. say, well, you know, we gave away the only name Cooler of Ours for free. So yeah, it's from Alice. She is so funny. She is. I had the She's best the funniest time female I've ever met. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And hands yeah, down, she, like she, I could not stop laughing. It's just their anniversary absurd. was this past week, and on their Facebook, she said like "Happy anniversary, stupid." <laughs> if I ever wear my, I have like all these neat fight T-shirts. You wear those, and they're very polarizing. People are like, "Whoa, what is that?" So yeah, <laughs> yeah, gotta get you some of those. Did you go to? Did you go to the one when Nick Offerman was there? Yeah, that's awesome. Yep he that's he cool. said something like uh fish is basically a vegetable meat right like he's famous for that so i got to hear yeah. that but yeah um that was actually the first one i went to was the oh. one that he was at that's cool. um yeah yeah um i try to be a big part of that like we we donate to that um that's kind of like our big or one of our two give backs for the year three now i guess but um we it's important to us to be there every year because we owe i mean alice just tweeted this thing and i was like i could find that years? tweet. i didn't know that show okay. you i did yeah. not know and that so Alice tweeted, and I'll butcher this, but she tweeted something to the effect of, I'm about to have my hashtag meat church. And it was a picture of barbecue at Slow Bone at like 1130 on Sunday morning. And I just followed it away and I thought it was clever and funny. And then it's probably like six or eight months down the road. I was like, you know what? I'm going to use that name. Um, and so we, we went to it and the rest yeah. is history. So That's it awesome, worked for so many different reasons. Yeah. Well, it's Alice and then Slow Bone. And then now you got yeah. That's like those three. That's 
Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, it's crazy. Okay, cool. Well, I'm going to keep that at the end then. I'm going to say, I'm going to kind of tease it and say at the end, and then I'll send it to Alice so that way she'll watch it. <laughs> she'll actually watch it. Yeah, I mean, they're, her and her husband, Michael, they're the greatest. So, um, and they're, and, and I mean, you know, she does such, or they do such great work for MS. It's a huge event and it's like, it's like a dang meat carnival and they raise a ton of money. I mean, it's just like the coolest thing. And the bikes um, they've done, so, they've given away so many bikes and yeah. Oh, and it just... touches us. And, and, and it, when we first started working with them, it was over the name, but um, the lady that taught my kids to swim has MS oh. and has received like one of the meat bikes. And like, and I had no idea. And like her husband comes to me, he's like, Hey, I just wanted to thank you oh. for supporting meat fight. And here's why. But yeah, I mean, she raises a ton of money in just such a fun way and works her ass off at it, like has events year round. We only do the big meat fight in the fall. I mean, that's all we've historically done, yeah. but they have fun stuff all the time. They're, they're such good people. Wow. That's cool. That's, and that's, and that's what this is about this whole thing. Like I would hope. That's like right. Yeah, yeah. Good cool. people well, help good people. And I think we all have a responsibility to give back. So there, you know, I tell people, if you need somewhere to donate, donate to meat fight. Cool. Okay. I'll keep this in there and uh, yeah, have a great week. Thanks for taking the time and uh, get some, try to get some rest today. But I guess see, you know, we'll you're see. like, you're like not, me. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah. Yeah. I'll sleep tonight. All right, cool. Yeah. All right, exactly. man. All right. Talk good, to you to, soon, good to see you. All right. See you, Matt. Bye. You too, man. Bye.